Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to a special episode of Land Sharks After Dark. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. Joining me today, just like every week, my co-host, John Stefanczyk. John, we're sitting here. Got the NFL draft on. I got a little Ole Miss baseball picture in picture in the right corner. It's a uh, it's a Thursday night. Not our not normally our, our normal recording times, but I figured, you know, it's it's been a year since draft night 2016. Uh, potentially the, the most eventful night. For Ole Miss fans, and I mean, probably at least a year, right? That was that was quite a quite an evening. Not quite what we were expecting. I think most Ole Miss fans thought they were going to see uh, a lot of positivity around the program last year, and in fact, it turned out to be quite the opposite. With the uh, the Laramie Tunsil gas mask bong video shortly before the draft, and then after the draft, the uh, the leaked text messages on his account. Um, I'm sure you all remember, but we'll talk some about that. We'll talk about the draft that's going on right now. We'll talk about baseball. But first of all, John, how you doing tonight, buddy? I got my gas mask on. Oh, hell Ready yeah. All here. Hell yeah. I tell you, you know, draft night 2016, everybody thought it was going to be a defining moment for the oldest <laughs> program. And it was. It was a defining <laughs> moment. It sure was. It's, uh, it's quite pivotal. Quite pivotal, I'd say. It Led to the greatest hostage video of all time. I mean, my goodness. Uh, they just showed the Miles Garrett highlight where he tipped Chad's pass and intercepted it. But, like, I think we should we should note. Remember, remember when Tunsil came off a seven-game suspension and shut him down? I do remember yeah. that. I think we should note that after Garrett picked that ball off, Chad Kelly straight up tackled him. So, like, that – he kind of made up – like, took up for himself a little bit at the end of that play. All right, wait, John. We got four minutes on the clock here. Before the first pick, who's going first in your opinion to the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, we Browns? should we should just do the draft for an hour as this pod. I mean, yeah, dude. Wait, are we not? I mean, that's clearly what's going to happen. I mean, that's what we're going to do. We'll talk about baseball when they f around, take ten minutes to pick. Exactly. But like, if they don't take Garrett here, they're just. I mean, they can get a quarterback later in this draft. But aren't they going to tra- take Trubisky? That's what everybody's been saying. This one season UNC quarterback. That would be, well, they could take Trubisky later in the draft. Probably, yeah. Air- It'll take him number one. I, you I feel like oh, the picks John out. Lynch. John Lynch will cartwheel on a camera if Miles Garrett falls to him. Like yeah. that will happen. Yeah, I uh, I just have a feeling. Cool in Philly, I have to give it credit. Yeah, yeah. the the draft in you definitely looks cool. Uh, we should mention while we're sitting here waiting for this Cleveland pick to come up, uh, Ole Miss is leading Arkansas. Um, two to nothing currently, although that could change pretty quickly. Arkansas is a, a power hitting team and they're in their own park, but good start so far for MacArthur. Two runs coming off of a uh, home run from Tim Rowe. So that was good. Uh, we'll get into it in a bit, but Ole Miss did win that Missouri series last week and they did lose the governor's cup. So that's zero and four to Mississippi state on the year, John. Uh, first time since 1998, I think that state swept all those games in a season. Good for them, huh? Yeah. 
I mean, they really they really are playing very well right now. Life is good if you're a state fan in the Jackson area. You get to have all kinds of fun. Yeah, except so. that you're a state fan in the Jackson area. That's kind of the the downside there. You, you got a few things working against you. Just in, in life in general, I mean. Um, what about a rep fan in the Madison area? What does that do for you? That's pretty good. I mean, living in Madison, that's that's the good life, man. It's uh, here comes Goodell to the podium. It's uh, it's local election time around here, so I get like tons of mail every day of like, isn't Madison amazing? Like, don't you don't you want it to stay exactly the same? Vote for these hey, people. Mayor's still in charge. Yeah, Mayor Mary, is that what you said? Oh, they picked Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's smart. That's well, hey, here, here's the upside, Miles Garrett. You get a uh, your cost of living's gonna be quite affordable. Your yep. dollar's gonna go a long way. Um, Cleveland's not as bad of a city as it's made out to be. LeBron is there, so he can buddy up with LeBron. That's true. But I got a question though, John. Why is Miles Garrett in Arlington instead of at the draft? Is it because did he know he was going to Cleveland and he's just like, nah, dude, I'm not going to that. <laughs> like, why does I, he? Why did he not go to the draft? He's the first pick. Why would you go to the draft? Because you're going to be the first pick. This is like it. Because you get your picture taken on stage with Goodell, and it's like the defining moment of your, your career to that point. Yeah, yeah, I guess if you're like a top five pick. You... It's a pretty big deal. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand skipping it if you're a first-round guy. Oh, he's wearing an Adidas shirt. I bet Adidas. Adidas is probably going to check to wear that shirt. Yeah, maybe. maybe you're right. So you're saying like he didn't go because he would have had to wear a suit if he went? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's want... interesting. That's interesting. I like that. So I'm hoping that Miles did just have this party so he can make some extra money off Adidas. But I do feel bad for him that he's uh, an Adidas guy congrats to evan ingram i saw he made the nike football class probably a good sign for his draft stock i'd say john is evan actually in philly do we know i have no idea i don't know if any uh if anyone from old miss is there he would be the only one um do we do we see anybody else getting drafted in the next couple of days john i mean does Stringfellow have an outside shot i i, I kind of feel like he doesn't from everything i've read I don't know what he would do. Maybe later in the rounds. I mean, it's. I mean, who all is even draftable for Ole Miss? You're looking at. Let's see. DJ Jones. Yeah. Fidal. Um, yeah, Fidal Brown. But he has a foot injury. Yeah. Yeah, sixth round or later, probably. Or undrafted free agent. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to think. I mean, that's pretty much from what I can tell. Yeah, uh, I don't. Um, yeah, there were other people at pro day, obviously, but like I don't think like Derek Jones or anyone is even gonna. And maybe he'll get to work out for a team or something. But there, there are several marginal guys. He in the already class. changed to a Cleveland T-shirt, Miles Garrett. That's pretty good. Totally, he absolutely got a check from Adidas. That is well done. That, that is well done. You got it. You got to give him congrats on that. Um, I was going to say... Uh, and, he, and he watched the press conference that Tunsil had last year and was like, I ain't going there talking to the press. <laughs> that's actually it. That's smart. Um, yeah. I was going to say Quincy had a Boyjo, one of those guys, kind of marginal guys, you know, that maybe out of high school you thought they could develop and become something special. But, I mean, he's 6'4". He's right. got big oh, hands. God, the, the Bears are going to take... Oh, my God, the Bears are going to take Trubisky. Uh, yeah, Bears on the clock here. Four minutes left. They're showing uh, this Stanford defensive end. I'm not sure why. Solomon the, Thomas. The, so the Bears traded up one spot here. 
Oh God! To get Trubisky. Wow! Wow! Is John Fox still the head coach there? I don't know. No idea. Maybe. Maybe. Um, all right. Well, while we're waiting on this Chicago pick, uh, let's talk about that Missouri series. Got absolutely walloped uh, in the first game. I texted you like lol at us saying this Missouri series was a must win or whatever. Like it did not seem uh, at all doable after losing. I think it was nine two in that first game, and and that was after they scratched Tanner Hook, who's like their their first round pick pitcher. Um, who was supposed to start that game one. They scratched him. They're going to start him later in the weekend. So you think right there, okay, you caught a break. You're going to get to face this bullpen guy. Barely had a start. The dude throws a no, uh, not a no-hitter, but a complete game. Uh, like I said, they scored nine runs. Ole Miss just looked pretty hapless. Um, and as you said, John, it really was a must-win series. I mean, if Ole Miss had lost the series, they'd be at 8-10 and 10 in the league. If they gotten swept, they'd be, they'd be at 7-11. and 11. Um. So turning it around, getting the win against Hook uh, in game two was huge. Rollison started across from him because Parkinson had a stomach virus. And, I mean, Rollison just looked really good. He's been, he's been coming along all season. He's definitely going to be a, uh, a Friday night type, type guy the next couple years, I'd say. Really excited about him. Um, but to outdeal Hook, is, it's huge. I mean, this is a, this is a first-round guy for sure. Thought that was a big accomplishment. And then having Parkinson to go game three uh, was, was pretty good as well. Miss scored a, a bunch of runs and back into the se- back toward the series. I mean, it was, a huge, it was a huge series. Really needed those just for the conference winning percentage, and, uh, and they got them. I'd be curious to look at Ole Miss's percentage of back. Okay, what, what, hold it. So third, fourth round, and a 2018 third rounder for, to move up one spot. I know, it's silly. Okay. I know. John just made a good deal there. That's that's a win. Um, I bet I want I want to know Ole Miss's percentage of backdoor series wins compared to the rest of the SEC. Mike, the sense I mean that's not everybody's is going to be pretty low, but I would think Ole Miss's would be my senses would be lower than some others just because of the rosters typically aren't quite as deep because of the scholarship limits, et cetera. And historically, they're pretty good Friday night at Bianco, mm-hmm. so. I mean, getting the backdoor series series win is. I mean, it's not something that happens every day for all yeah. of us. No, I think you're right. I, I I don't remember too many of those. Um, it was huge. It was huge. Uh, and you would have, and you were hoping coming off that game three, we got the offense going. They were going to go into peril for the Governor's Cup. Uh, had a had a lot of potential. Um, to to get a game back against State, not a conference game, but would have been good for the RPI. Um, as I said, State is really good. They keep showing this uh, Stanford defensive end, John. Do you think that, are they just talking about him, or does that have anything to do with oh, the Bears? Oh, that dude going top five. I mean, he's he's as good as anybody out there. Wow. And he was a he was a third team All American last year, and he's going top five, huh? That's crazy. People measure well, um, but alas, uh, the State game was. Pretty rough. Uh, they started the guy that just could not find the zone. Um, and Greer Holston started for Ole Miss, looked really good. He's been fantastic in the midweek. He's definitely going to be a weapon down the road. Um, he looked better the whole game, but, hey, State's got Brent Rooker, and that's really the, the only difference they need. They had two on. He hit a three-run homer, and then a couple innings later, he, uh, he hit a double, I think. 
Uh, Johnson backpicked him at second, but the call was blown. He ended up scoring. Ole Miss gets a couple runs back, but uh, the final was like 4-2. Definitely of note, though, Nick Fortes been playing some first base. Here comes the Bears pick. Um, and looking pretty good at first base, a converted catcher, and that means Cooper Johnson gets back in the lineup. You get his defensive skills back, so I, I really like that. Um, and, and Johnson has actually had like four or five hits in the last five games. Yeah, they picked Trubisky. Trubisky, John. I cannot believe it. These, these Bears fans look pissed, dude. Ah. Well, I mean, who is the Bears quarterback after? Uh, they signed Mike Glennon to a three-year deal. And they yeah, but isn't the- Mike Glennon like old? He's like 28. I mean, they just traded away three picks to go up one spot to go get this guy that, hell, he, who even knows. He, he went eight, okay, eight and five as a stuff in North Carolina. What a good grief. That is, that is crazy. That's crazy. Good. I can't believe that. So, but, like, how old is Mike Glennon, though? I mean, are they planning for their future here? Surely, right? That's, that's a hell of a bet. Yeah. How old? Can you really bench the number two pick for like a year or two years? I guess Glennon's only twenty-seven, so. Um. Yeah, I mean they probably will, right? He probably won't play next year, will he? Unless uh, Glennon gets hurt. Man, I'd never even heard of this guy until like a few days ago. So random. So he was the starter for UNC all this year. Do they have a good season? They went eight and five. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fine. Okay, let's see some highlights here. Uh, okay, he, he threw a ball, just lobbed it up in the air down the field. Receiver made a play on it. Nice. All right, that's, this this highlights that same thing. Man, it's so annoying, John, because there there are no quarterbacks in this draft with more impressive individual highlights than Chad Kelly. Yeah. I mean, he, has the, he has the best arm, even though he's injured. He's not active right now. The, the recently retired Tony Romo was an undrafted guy that you okay. know, had a good Fair enough. Wasn't Tom Brady undrafted or late round? Uh, Tom Brady was fifth round. 198. What about Brett, Brett Favre? 99, excuse me. Brett Favre was... Favre. No, no, he was he was drafted. That's right. Uh, who, was it, who was it that I'm thinking of? Um, Peyton, maybe? Nah, Peyton was famous when he was in college. There was some famous QB that I thought uh, didn't get drafted high. What about Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers was first round. He's slipped, but he was the first round. Well, I don't know who I'm thinking of then. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely possible. If Chad recovers from his injuries. I mean, Dak fell to the fourth round. That's he? true. That's true. But, well, I don't know because people didn't really think Dak was going to be, especially not in year one, what he was. I mean, I feel like fourth round was – some people thought Cowboys reached there, didn't they? Maybe I'm misremembering. Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan's got a six-year deal there, and he's saying this is my guy. Very interesting. That's I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, no, no, no. Whoops, whoops, I was reading the 49ers skit. Never mind. Uh, John Falk, wow. Interesting. They took – I – that pick blows my mind. But Yeah. No, it's pretty weird. Oh, I think Arkansas just said a homer. Yep. Two to one. I just looked up, and uh, right fielder's looking over the wall. So that's, that always feels good. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty worried about this series, John. If if Ole Miss wins one game, I'll be uh, I'll be impressed. Arkansas has like 55 home runs on the year now. I think. You know, I didn't realize how slow MacArthur throws. His fast. Like, uh, 
No, his fastball is like 88 to 90. You're saying velocity. Yeah, yeah. He just he just puts a lot of spin on it. Um, apparently, and it has a lot of run and stuff, and people don't really see it out of his hand because he's so tall. I think has a weird release point, but uh. Yeah, I don't feel great about 88 to 90 against a team with 55 home runs, but we'll see. We'll see how the rest of this game goes. Could use some more offense. Um, let's see, John. What else do we need to talk about here? Got the draft going. I, I don't think Evan Ingram's going to come up anytime soon, but maybe later in the first round here. Well, the first six picks were all talented. We can at least make it through that. Yeah. Uh, or where the top, top talent is. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky is just incredible. So they, so they get swept by state for the year. They need to find a way to win. I mean, it'd be nice if they can win two against Arky. Otherwise, I mean, they're all over the bubble for the NCAA tournament. They are. They're all, they're very solidly bubble right now, which is strange for a Bianco team. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was like this the William and Mary year, right? Were they bubble yeah. that year? Was that? That was thirteen. Yeah, 12, they were like throwing the last five in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13, they weren't. I wouldn't say necessarily a boat. I mean, they were they were in fairly. I mean, they were in. The no, well, yeah, well, that William and Mary team, maybe now that I think about it, they were kind of uh, they were kind of jilted to be sent there, right? I mean, like, I think they were thinking maybe they would host. No, they weren't. They weren't. They went 15 and 15. They were not hosting. Mm-hmm. They were just your typical two seed. A bad two seed. I think they went 0-2, didn't they? Oh, they yeah. won one. They went 1-2. Because that was the year they were like, Ole Miss is the only team to win one NCAA tournament game in basketball, baseball, and a bowl game. It was like, yeah, make the trophies. Let's get the t-shirts. What else is going on in the world of Ole Miss? Let's see. Oh, God. Uh, Basketball, man. nothing really. Colin Hill's transferring. Yeah. Yeah, Colin Hill's transferring. Does not matter. Um, I mean, I, Neil McMillan had a hot take on our uh, academic analysis. Yeah, what did he say? Uh, I'm looking it up. Riveting pod here. It is. People are just listening to us watch the draft. This is what they yeah. He's, so so Neil is asking why we're focusing on STEM now. He was asking me in a text because he made a very good point. He said, "Really, you're, you there, Sanders?" Yeah. He he said, "Really, we're fifteen to twenty years too late." He said, "If because if, everybody else is jumping on the STEM bandwagon." Yep. Where's your niches? Modern Chinese, business, style, engineering, medical tech, etc. Accounting. So, yeah. No, it's. It's totally true that the the whole like push for more STEM is um, it's very it's very like 1998 it feels like. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you you can't blame them for doing it. And I think that's something that Dan Jones and Kayat were kind of pushing before Vitter ever came along. But you, I mean, you can't blame Vitter for better late than never, I guess, on the because these are oh. definitely the the fields that are growing. That's what Vitter's background supports. Right, so. yeah. I mean, he's a computer science guy, so it's definitely there. I I don't know. I mean, we should probably talk about, speaking of Vitter and all that, talking about how he's been going around and uh, um, 
grabbing the flesh at the Rebel Road trips with Freeze. He, he's on the Rebel Road trip. I think he. I think he has been to some of them. Yeah, I've so seen some pictures. All the hostages are on there. Yeah, all the hostages. The hostage tour. They should call it that. All right, we all got right. the 49ers pick here. I got the Niners taking a what's his name Jamal Adams. Okay, sure. Who you got? Mm, sure, that sounds good to me. Nope, it took Solomon Thomas. That's oh, they showed they were showing that guy a lot, so it, it all it all it all uh, pays off now. Solomon Thomas, he he can play football. He can. So he got he went ahead of Jonathan Allen. Wow. So. Yeah. I mean, wow. Don't tell Bama fans. Wow, that's crazy. Um, let's see. Here. Oh, I didn't. I didn't send it to you. This we're, we're going to be so random on this pod because yeah. We, well, so. and we also have so many things distracting us right now in front of us. So, there was, yeah, it's going to be sure. a random pod. ESPN version of the broadcast. I'm watching the NFL Network. So uh, the South Burlington, Vermont high school is having a big debate over their. Oh, I heard uh, about this. Yeah. They are the rebels, right? And we're upset they're trying to get rid of the name rebels. They apparently, have, they used to have a, a colonel mascot that they got rid of in the nineties too. So, <laughs> I mean, okay, how do we feel about this? Because this is basically this is basically the UNLV debate. Is like if you weren't a hotbed of the Confederacy, aka if you're not located in Oxford, Mississippi, is it still the same kind of you know? Are you still the same? controversial is it as controversial sorry is what i'm trying to say if you're from a state like nevada or what do you say vermont what's your take on that john um it's it's interesting i think every i think i think the states generally have pockets that are more similar than anybody wants to cares to admit. absolutely i i totally agree I, Say that I saw a Confederate flag in Vermont this weekend. I mean, I think you'll you'd find Confederate flags in all fifty states. I would I would dare say. Confederate flag go through downtown Dover, New Hampshire. I mean, it's just like yeah. No, there are pockets of uh of that sentiment all over the place. So, so, but question. I mean, I think it all comes back to the fact Ole Miss sucks at PR. I'm just gonna. You know, I'm going to double down with that. Yeah, but okay, okay. Personally, my opinion, John, you can push back on this, but getting rid of the name Rebels, uh, regardless of how bad your PR is, that's a step in the right direction when it comes to public perception, my opinion. Did we did we do a podcast on debating what the replacement for the name Rebels was going to be at one point? We've definitely talked about it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I should say Colonel Reb because we haven't actually gotten rid of the name Rebels yet, but... Uh, I mean, I'm a big supporter of us being the Mississippi Flood. Kind of, uh, it, it was a it was a name used in the past for the teams. Uh, well, that's, it's, that's ignorant because the Mississippi River could flood or danger lives. I know. I mean, floods are devastating. The tide is is basically non threatening. So to me, much rather be a flood that will just ruin someone's life than just like a harmless tide that comes in and out every day. That's just my take on it. Breeze can make all the Noah's Ark analogies. Ah, we'll take uh, we'll take two of each. The oh. booster love it. We'll take two of them running backs. We'll take two three stars, two four stars, two Probably. juco two juco linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we we better take four of those just to be safe. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, I don't know. I mean, UMD cheese, lol. Uh, yeah, that's accurate. I think this should be the Ole Miss hostages, based on recent events. That should be our name, Ole Miss. Uh, hmm. I mean, hmm. It's tough because I've been thinking of uh, the Mississippi flood should be the name for like a couple of years now. So it's hard for me to think of other alternatives, even though I know that like, that's never going to happen and no one else is going to get behind that. But I mean, how about, how about the Mississippians? Like, uh, kind of steal the whole people's university thing from state and be like, actually we're the university of Mississippi. That'd be fun. Um, how about, the Ole Miss student activist. The Ole Miss safe space. That's what we should be. Yeah, it's tough. It's that's hard because you can't really name a team after an area, right? That's kind of confusing. This, yeah. The Ole Miss uh, SJWs is what you're thinking, maybe. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. student activist. Well, I think Missouri should be the SJWs. Missouri SJWs. They, I mean. they definitely have the. Uh, the most influence on their actual administration. I, I, I wouldn't say Ole Miss is. I, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think liberalism in the Ole Miss administration is a product of students? Because to me, it feels more like the administrators themselves more than any sort of student influence. Yeah, I would agree. Like there are definitely liberals in student government at Ole Miss. There are lots of conservatives in student government at Ole Miss. But I think generally the administration doesn't really care that much about the student government one way or the other. I think they just do what they think they need to do. Who are the Jags taking here? Ooh, do they still need defense? They gotta take John Allen, maybe. Maybe. It'd be a solid pick. Put him next to Dante. For- yeah. Oh wow! Wow! Oh wow! Leonard Fournette to Jacksonville. Oh wow! Okay, I like it. It bortles a weapon back there. I question whether I question whether Fournette's going to be good in the NFL. Honestly, yeah, I, I feel like too many people when are he just played Alabama. I don't. Does he actually know how to be a running back, or is he just a physical freak? Right. I don't know. I think too many people are giving him a an automatic pass on. It'll be a seamless transition to the NFL. We'll see. I mean, it could work out well for Jacksonville, though. I think he'll definitely sell tickets in uh in Jacksonville. I mean the dude. The dude is enormously talented. Uh, from a well, physical. and the the Jags owner is all about just like creating buzz and stuff. I have family in Jacksonville. Uh, so you're so uh, T.J. Yeldon is getting uh, demoted. It looks like yeah, probably sucks. I like T.J. Yeldon. I'm a fan. Um. Yeah. Do they still have? Uh, who did they have last year? That guy for, that was a Jet for a few years. Ivory wasn't he a Jag last year? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they still have him. I don't know. So, are you, do you want to get rid of Blake Bortles? Where do you stand on that? Nah, but my judgment's probably clouded by the fact that I just like like him for no reason. Like, I don't necessarily like him because of what he does on the field. Like, he just seems like cool, and he's and he, it's I think it's cool. He went to UCF, and like people there love him. But I don't know. I, I'm I'm like not really a Jags fan. I'm not really any NFL team, but I'll, I'll claim the Jags. Watch him go untouched. Oh, this is the NFL Network version. He oh, he just stiffed arm. Oh, oh, he's about to he's about to throw down. Uh, what's his face? The freshman safety from Texas. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Deontay Anderson just got destroyed by Fournette. Yep, that was classic. Oh man, that game was so terrible. Uh, just like a lot of games this season. Not not a great uh not a great football season for Ole Miss fans. 
I remember when we were up ten nothing in the Tiger Stadium. That's hilarious. I remember when we were up how much in Alabama? And well, that was a, that was Terry Caldwell's last game. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, when he got did he he got in a fight on the sidelines or something? Yep, something like that. They, they threw him out. It is so funny LSU played Tech in their bowl game. That's amazing. It's like uh, opposite styles. Yep. Oh man! All right, so who's next on the clock? The Titans here. What do the Titans need? What do the Titans need? What don't? Well, they got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the Jets are in behind this while they took point. So Jonathan Allen and Jamal Adams are both still on the board, correct? Wow. Yep. It's a bizarro world. Yep. Jets, either one of those would be difference makers. Jets will get a player. Titans will get a player. LAC, is that the – oh, Char- oh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers moved, right? Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, no, it's oh. actually the, the Clippers. The Clippers got the seventh pick in the NFL oh, draft. The Clippers, That's all bad they're doing. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah, they gave the Clippers the seventh pick. That would be fun. I wonder who, uh, if you made one pro sports team draft in the other draft and see, like, what's the most prototypical basketball player in the NFL draft? Deronia Wilson, right? From last year? Yeah. He was, like, pretty tall and slow. Um,. <laughs> I don't know, John. Where do we go from here? What are you talk about next? While we're sitting here waiting for more picks for us to uh, react to, at least two more picks. Um, I mean, what? I guess. I mean, if you're from an Ole Miss fan perspective, you got a bubble team in baseball. You had an IT basketball team. Mm-hmm. You had a five and seven football team. The future for Ole Miss football is bleak. There's yeah, it's much- very, very bleak. And there's also uh, there's also lots of pain on the horizon in the form of painful legal proceedings. Uh, there's there's millions of dollars that have been thrown in the trash. Millions. Yep. I mean. Yep. Don't I mean we've talked donations and enrollment will be interesting to. Yeah, we're, we're obviously yeah we're following that as we talked about, and I think we we think. We think we know what's going to happen. We we think it's not going to be positive. Um, but we'll see. Some I mean, some of these trends might be might be bigger than just how the football team's doing. But only time's going to tell on that. Um, let's see. MacArthur just got out. Of the fifth. In the top 10. What? Did you draft OJ Howard in the top ten? No, I wouldn't. But I think OJ Howard's a punk. I think Ruben Foster's going to be damn good in the NFL. Yeah, probably better than OJ Howard. I don't know. O.J. Howard does have such like a prototypical NFL tight end's body, doesn't he? He does. I I don't know anything about O.J. Howard's like run blocking. I I don't know. I know I he's caught like- some big passes. I know he let Sinquez Golson go up and pick him off. That did happen. Um, he didn't. He, he had two big games in the national championship, right? That that probably helps. Like these these uh these draft types care a lot about like what you do when the lights are brightest. Except Deshaun Watson, they're just like, eh, he isn't accurate enough. It's yeah, that's silly. I I think Deshaun Watson probably has a better upside in the NFL than Trubisky. But what do I know? I don't know. I think Deshaun Watson can be a solid NFL quarterback. Yeah, I think so too. I mean. 
He's, he produced a ton in college, but apparently that's not the criteria because we know another quarterback that produced a ton in college and has not even been mentioned. Where is Watson projecting? Is he even going to go in the first round? Um, I think second round is where he, where he seems to be. Wow. Projected. So Evan Ingram could go above Deshaun Watson. Wow. Crazy. Uh, let's see. We talked about Cullen Neal. Let me. I'm trying to scan some uh, some old Miss news from the last week. It's been a. It's been kind of a long time since we had a show, so we might be glossing over some stuff that uh, it's just been a while. But we forgot that we hadn't talked about it. Um, when is the response coming out? Mid. Uh, yeah, maybe like May. Mid-May. Uh, Mid-May, or I think it could be mid-June uh, because they could always – someone could always file for that 30-day extension, I think. Like uh, Barney or someone could file for it, someone that's named in the allegations. Um, uh, we should probably talk about Chris Coglin, potential play of the year for the Blue Jays. Jumping yeah. over Yachty Molina at home plate, pretty awesome. Yeah, yes, that was excellent. That was excellent. I thought that I, one of my favorite parts of it was the fact that it was uh, it was on like a like a double or triple off the wall. So it wasn't it wasn't like he was just running from home. You know, like he ran all the way from first and picked up all that speed to jump over him. That was that was pretty fun. Um, let's see, Titans pick in now, and they picked. I know this, the listeners are probably loving this. They they know exactly who the Titans picked already. while they listen to this. Who the fuck is this? Corey Davis, Ooh, Western Michigan. There's there's like two Titans fans that are pumped about it. I don't I don't know why. Some random wide receiver. Okay. Who, who is this? Oh, he's got a jack. I think it's Jack. Oh hell yeah, dude. Man, that I approve of. Holy shit! <laughs> Your reaction was priceless. Who is this dude? I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard of him before, but How does this guy from Western Michigan go fifth overall. Well, I guess Khalil Mack went fifth a, fifth a couple years ago, and he's damn good. Yeah, I guess this happens. That's crazy. That's crazy. So what? That's that's two random people. Ninety-seven catches, fifteen. Okay, those are dominant numbers. Yeah, that's a lot. What are you running? If he can run a four-four that high, okay, the guy can play football. Yeah, here, I'll look up what he ran. It's the first suggested search. His 40 time. Uh, it says he has not been timed in the 40-yard dash. No, here we go. 438 was his low, maybe? Fourth, okay. That's real oh, low. He went, he went, uh, pants and sport coat. I, I like this. I like this. Yeah. Okay. Opposed- solid, solid. Solid pick, out. Titans. Solid pick, Titans. And they they need weapons for uh, for what's his face, the Oregon the, guy, the Goodell bro hug. Oh, this oh. is this, this is awkward, awkward, <laughs> awkward, awkward. Um. Hmm. Let's see what else. Um, do 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 do. All the hugs, Corey Davis. 
Man, now I'm just thinking of like everyone that's at the draft is just like a huge chump because they're not getting paid to sit around in a t-shirt like uh, Miles Garrett is. Yeah. Pretty much. Exactly. They had to pay to go wear whatever they're wearing. So. Yeah. Silly. Silly. Um, it's a lot of oh wow yeah this guy Corey Davis looks pretty dominant but I mean what is his competition level? I mean, they was this was it this past year that they yeah I guess this past year that oh yeah they were doing really well yeah they played Wisconsin in the Cotton Bowl or whatever did they win that game? Oh, they were close. It was like a one score game. Dang, so close. They went undefeated. Is that correct? Sounds right. Who went undefeated? Western Michigan. Is that right? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, well, in the regular season. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds that sounds right. Um, hmm. let's see. Steve Faris is kind of an old Miss person, right? He said women were like the weaker sex or something, something controversial. Um, what? I think we got to spend. We, we, we probably spent a few more minutes talking about ton, the whole looking back at the whole Tunsil thing. Okay. Did you see the Godfrey article about it? I saw the article. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I think we knew what was in there, but yeah, we had pretty much guess. I mean, I mean, Godfrey basically just said that people know who it was, right? It's this informal uh, advisor, agent in waiting, whatever you want to call him. Basically, he was giving Tunsil free shit before Tunsil was actually allowed to have an agent. Um, in his mind, that entitled him to some level of, you know let me represent you down the road or whatever, you know, apparently in Tunsil's mind, they didn't have such a, uh, a firm deal. And I know that's shocking, John, from someone that we know for a fact took money from multiple schools during the recruiting process. I know it's shocking. He would, uh, take something from an agent and then change his mind about it. But basically the article said, Laramie knows who it is. Ole Miss knows who it is. The Dolphins know who it is. No one's interested in seeing any sort of resolution because it would pretty much just make things worse. So that's encouraging. What's there to resolve at this point? I mean, I think stupid Ole Miss fans are like, he should go to jail for cyber crimes or whatever, which like, yeah, maybe what he did was technically illegal, but it's only going to lead to more trouble for Laramie and Ole Miss. That's for sure. So he should be subject to extreme vetting for being a bad hombre? I mean, he... He kind of made his own bed, right? I mean, if this is someone that's trying to establish himself as an advisor, an agent, or whatever, you know, you want you want the players to uh, to to think of you as like a cool guy, right? And and doing that to Tunzel on draft night probably didn't help his stock with uh, college age. Yeah, he threw his players. like career in the trash, cause right? He's... So it's kind of basically already solved itself, I'd say. Yeah, so there is no resolution because it's been resolved. Pretty much, yeah. That's what I'd say. Tunsil lost some millions that night, but he's doing okay. He's going to have a 10-year career in the NFL and be just fine. Um, yeah. Well, meanwhile, his two his two brethren that went in the first round that night, Laquan and uh, Rob, they, they they were real effective last year. So. Yeah, what do we what do we think they'll do in year two? The Vikings and Zimmer. I mean, they didn't have the one pick, the one the got the defensive back that didn't do much his first year, but played a good bit second year. Laquan probably does something as like the number three receiver, maybe. Yeah. 
Rob checking out would not surprise me. Rob yeah. also showing up wouldn't surprise me either, but yeah, I bet on him just checking out. It's definitely going to be the, the path of least resistance probably for him to just kind of fade away. Uh, where it's totally different than Laquan, who I think probably will try his absolute hard, absolute hardest, and still might not be good enough. You know, just he he's just too slow to play wide receiver in the NFL. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I I never thought that was true, but the more time goes on, I don't know what else to blame it on. Who the Jets take? Maybe the Jets do something silly here. QB OT tight end. Uh, hmm. Do they take Allen? Do they take Adams? Do they take? Yeah, I, think they, I think Jonathan Allen. OJ Howard. This yeah, is, uh, I bet it's Howard or Allen. I bet it's Allen. So Dave Shaw is on the NFL Network set. Yeah. It all flies. Boy Solomon got picked third. I still can't believe the Bears picked Trubisky too. That, that just. That, that, that's criminal. That, that, that's so, that's such a disgrace to fair market value. It's ridiculous. It is crazy. It's crazy. It's utter nonsense. It is. It is utter nonsense. It's, yeah, I'm just still I'm still thinking about it. So MacArthur just got out of the six. I mean, hey man, 81 pitches through the six. We might. Might actually steal a game here up two one. Not left for Stokes to screw up. Don't worry. I swear to God, dude. Like you joke, but I swear to God, if Bianco puts Stokes in up two one on Arkansas, he should be fired. <laughs> like come on, <laughs> come on, dude. Oh my God, Jamal Adams. There you go. That's a good pick. Yeah, Jamal Adams is a football player. Yeah. Oh, he's going no tie. Look at that, Jack. Jamal Adams looks looks pretty uh looks pretty badass. That, uh, he's looking good. I think he's got a few tears in his eyes. Oh, one chick with the uh, sparkly black dress. That might be his mom. I don't know. Baby, baby boy. No, it's a girl. Uh oh yeah, that dude's dope, man. That's that's something. Yeah, I approve of this. I'm down. Um, oh, I like how on, I don't know if the picture on the picture on uh, the ESPN broadcast is him shirtless with his his Jesus tattoo on display. Pretty sweet. He's putting his hat on the NFL Network one. Oh man. Um. Hmm. Let's see. Where were we, John? Before the Jets picked Jamal Adams, we were talking about Laquan. And Rob. Oh, who else was in that? Uh, I'm pretty sure they just showed a highlight of Jamal Adams pass interfering on Evan Ingram. Oh, and then he definitely pass interfered on Markel Pack. What? How are these highlights? Oh well. Tiger Stadium officiating. Yeah. Another highlight was him dropping a pick. Nice. Um. Okay. No, I mean he's definitely he's definitely really solid. Is he a is he a junior or did he play four years? Junior. Hmm. How good is LSU going to be next year? So LSU just had the fourth and the sixth picks. Yeah. Under the coach, 
Yet they can't, still can't. Just, any, just imagine they had a half decent quarterback. No, I'm, a, I'm asking you, like, is LSU going to be any good next year? Oh, that's a good question. Well, they, guy, got, they got guys. I mean, guys is solid. I argue guys is every bit of college runners. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, who's the quarterback going to be? Can't get right. One. Is it uh the Purdue guy? Is he still there? I guess it is Danny Etling or whatever. Yeah, Danny Etling. That's his name. Or uh, what about um? Wait, didn't they sign somebody? Maybe not. Because the guy they were going to get over Shea went to Florida, Felipe yep. Franks. Did Oh, what about uh what about Jennings? Is he still there? You mean Brandon Harris or what? Oh, Anthony, no, he transferred. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of Brandon Harris, I guess. Cuz Brandon Harris played some last season, didn't he? Cuz Edling like was choking. Yeah, well, Harris started the season through that pick against Wisconsin or whatever, and then. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Wait, was Atlin the one that finished the year? I guess he's the one that's gonna play then. Yep. Jeez. How much? How much did they stick with their old formations last year, and how much did they? Did they add some spread stuff? Not the ton, but I think or they went and hired a good OC, the pit guy. So yeah. That should be. But what kind of offense does Pitt run? I don't know. Is he a spread guy? I don't know. I don't know what that guy's background is. They beat the national champs, so. Hmm. True. True. They um, also beat Penn State. Pitt had two big wins last year. Yeah, they did. And how's uh Penn State had some big wins too, right? And then they just had some bad losses as well. James Franklin's pretty secure Ohio there. Ohio State. Yeah. They lost to Michigan. Okay. Uh, they beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten title game. and they, I mean, the, the Rose Bowl game was great. That's right. Yeah, that was that great. Were, are they the team that came back? Are they the team that got beat? They got beat, but it was a back-and-forth game. Yeah. Uh, well, I hate James Franklin, but I, they're pretty happy with him up there, I guess, right now. Yeah. Um... Okay, let's see. Mitch Moreland has an eight ninety eight OPS for the Red Sox. So wow, Moreland can rake, dude. I used to, especially against righties. I used to have him on my Diamond Dynasty team on the show. Happy about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's One a... nothing Yankees. They got Tanaka against Sale tonight in Fenway. Oh wow, that's a good game. Good game. How's uh How's Sale doing for the Sox? Uh, he's like two and zero with a. ERA of one. Yeah, dude, that guy's so freaking good. He's good. He's you good. know when he uh, when he tore up that White Sox jersey, I was totally on his side. Those were like the ugliest jerseys imaginable. Yeah, uh, the fact that they suspended him for that's absurd. It's just funny. I feel like at that point you knew he was gone. It's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. is your best player you're gonna suspend him for that? Like a goofy thing. Yeah, man. What a cool venue, huh? Wow, for the draft, very cool. The, it feels like you're inside at the stage, but you're not. It's all outdoor. There's a big old crowd behind it. All right. I feel like we should watch the Chargers pick and put a cap on this. Probably. So. Oh, random topic here. but No, true. Are, are they going with a running back, a quarterback, or something else? Uh, is Phil Rivers still playing? Yeah, but I feel like you still need a quarterback because he's getting old. 
I mean, do you take Allen and put him next to next to a not what uh, Joey Bosa, the other white dude? Yeah, white world. Sure, that would make go, sense. Let's go have a front four and say get at it. Okay, Rivers, last yeah. Rivers is going to score one way or the other. Rivers, Rivers to me is a good player. They just showed a stat that said they lost four games when leading uh, with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. So maybe they need some defense. Yeah. It sounds I, like. Oh. Kuiper says they need wide receivers, offensive linemen, and defensive backs. Ooh. Good for Mel. Good for how Mel. Many, how many of these ESPN guys are going to get laid off next week after the draft is over? Uh, you think they're just they're holding off till after the draft? I don't know. I feel like Kuiper and I feel like the people that do like bracketology and stuff like pay for themselves. Cause people, people look at their brackets. They make content for the Kuiper, talking heads. Kuiper in the draft did so much for ESPN. That, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I feel like that part of sports journalism is safe. I feel like they're cutting the, the opinions really. I don't know. What did, what did you think about all that? We can that can be our last topic about the uh, the big ESPN cuts. A hundred people fired. Um, well, million subscriptions. I mean, it's about what you what I expected at some point. Yeah. To me, I mean, yes, obviously they're 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 losing people due to cord cutting and all of that. But I also think that ESPN made the decision a few years ago that they get a lot more ROI on live sports rights than they do on salaries for talking heads. Yep, I agree. They're kind of heartless in that way. All right, Chargers pick is in, and it is Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Dude, I totally read Goodell's lips saying that. Mike Williams. I don't even know who that is. Another wide receiver. Clemson yeah, guy. I think I remember hearing about him. Uh, like the, he's a good player. It's so funny how these random these fans of random teams are just cheering because like they know they're on camera. Like they just like, oh, this is my chance. We made a pick. Like I don't know who this is, but I'm gonna cheer. Why is John, why is John Allen falling down the draft here? That's what I. Good want. question. Did uh, did maybe we should check his Twitter? Did somebody tweet a maybe, video that we maybe, don't know about? Uh, maybe he and Cam Robinson and all. Man, you know? Because okay, if you were just watching the draft last year, were they talking about the Tunzel thing? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I didn't. Know, I couldn't remember how Look, much they actually talked about the draft. it. Yeah, well, it was a huge story because he was potential first overall, and he fell to what, like fourteenth or something. When, you know, he was third, and then when, when Baltimore, I think Baltimore didn't take him at six, and that was like, wow, he's officially slipped. And then Tennessee took the other dude at eight. And that's when it was like, holy cow! Yeah, you know? wait, yeah, yeah. When uh, when the white guy went, it was like, oh god. I was like, holy cow. I was like, oh, shit. He's going to fall forever. But the Dolphins. Might... I, I remember suggesting that the Browns could take him like at 12 or like, like at 14, 15. And uh, Caleb and Cody Thomason just scolded. Nah. That's, the Dolphins, that's the... by all account, were pumped to get him where they did. And they didn't think he'd still the be Dolphins there. They were like, we know what's going on here. Oh, man. Us- did they just show on NFL Network, did they just show that highlight where he dragged the, he just rolled the guy over and kept going on his back? That was awesome. Yeah. Wow. I like how Mike Williams did the announcement. What a beast. What a beast. Yeah. Or he did the announcement at home as opposed to he and uh, Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. 
I want to know who the, who that denim jacket manufacturer is. That's who Mike Williams got paid to wear. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, kind of worried, John. We're gonna get off the podcast here. Old Miss is clinging to this narrow baseball lead. You know, baseball is a very superstitious game. Maybe us uh, being on the podcast is what's keeping us in this. It has nothing to do with the country. All right, John. Why, why do you gotta Why do you gotta uh, pull the curtain back when uh people don't know that? Superstition, man. Oh, Jesus. Kessinger just struck out on a giant cut. But it is the bottom of the seventh. Uh, let's see. Panthers picking next, but we don't need to wait around for that. Uh, John, you got any final thoughts this week on this very strange uh, live recorded episode? Laramie Tunsil, an Ole Miss legend. This will be a... Definitely a legend. Because um, legends can be bad too, right? I mean, I'm a fan of Laramie Tunsil, but I would say I'm really that uh, looking, I'm really looking forward to his Hall of Fame speech. Me too. Well, yeah, I have to say, yeah, yeah. Who knows what all he'll accidentally incriminate himself in doing in his Hall of Fame speech? But I, I will say, big fan of Laramie Tunsil. I do think the the legend of Laramie Tunsil is probably more of a cautionary tale than anything else. Um, but hey, I mean, at the same time, John, what about what happened to Laramie tells young blue chip recruits like, Hey, there are really serious repercussions for having your hand out. I mean, he lost seven games. He fell in the draft, but that was more related to a bad financial decision than it was the fact that he was willing to take money from anybody who give it to him. You know, it was partially that, but I still, I still think that Laramie kind of proves if you have the talent, it's going to be really hard to screw yourself out of the money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, especially at a position like LT, where there just aren't aren't a ton of guys with that skill set. All right, so we'll end it there. Uh, John, I appreciate you taking the time on a Thursday night. Uh, a little NFL draft time here, joining me on the podcast. Uh, we'll be back, I don't know, maybe early next week. I, I got a I got a pretty full weekend this weekend, John, but uh, maybe if, if you got some time, we can find some time next week and have a, have a post-draft episode. Um, we'll talk about baseball, all that. Looks like the Panthers pick is coming up here. Um, who is that with the Goodell on stage with for the Panthers with that blue suit on? I don't know. Um, all right, so we'll end the show there. Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry, it's a little disjointed, and I, I sorry you kept me watching the draft live with us. It would have been a lot more meaningful. It's disjointed uh, in honor of Ole Miss's PR. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, yeah, this it was it was it's disjointed and weird. Of- who was about to announce this pick? That's what I was asking. Who is, who is that? I like his suit. Look at the suit. I like his suit a lot. And with the purple tie, beautiful. Um, all right, so we'll leave it We'll leave it there, though. Um, check out our website, landsharksafterdark.com. Uh, these Panthers fans are pumped, man. What's, what's up, John? What are you going to say? Oh, Thomas Davis. That's cool. Okay. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SharksAFTRDark. Of course, you can get the show on iTunes. Subscribe there. Uh, but until next time, for John, I'm Justin. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you later.
So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 